Justin Shears and welcome to Only a Northern Song. In this series, I'll be exploring the words and the music of the Beatles, but not through the usual tracks that we all know so well. I'll be delving into my extensive collection of outtakes, home recordings and demos, alternate mixes and interviews, to shed some new light on lesser known aspects of the Beatles' recorded legacy. Having recorded an early version of John's lullaby voiced by Ringo in late June into early July, it had been taken away by producer George Martin to write and arrange an orchestral accompaniment. Clearly by now, the multi-guitar and harmony-laden version of Take 15 had been rejected and a lusher approach to the song had been decided upon. The larger Studio One at Abbey Road was booked for the evening of the 22nd of July 1968 to complete both of Ringo's contributions to the album. Before the orchestra arrived, Ringo rehearsed his vocal with George Martin at the piano, John in the control room, and the ever-helpful George shaking a shaker to keep time. Seven takes were recorded, takes 16 through to 22, but only part of take 21 and the complete take 22 survive on tape. Good night, take 22. Are you picking up too much of us or is it all right? It needs to be signed like Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like well, I hear a bit, but you know. You hear a bit, but that's good, that's that okay. Just in the background, it's nice. Dream. 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 If you went on there, I'm sorry. It sounds quite nice. What? It sounds nice starting like that anyway. Okay, yeah. Okay. So we'll have a countdown yeah. on that.
An orchestra of 26 musicians was assembled and ready to go. Takes 23 to 34 featured the orchestra and a live vocal from Ringo. With Take 34 marked as best, enter the Mike Sam Singers, last utilised by the Beatles for their unorthodox work on I Am The Walrus the previous year. It's a very sweet tune and Ringo sings it great, I think. The arrangement was done by George Martin because uh, he's very good at that kind of arrangement, you know, very sort of lush, sweet arrangement. Um, and that's all I can say about it. It's very sweet. And in fact, it's good night. Now, George, we want you to pick your hit of the day. The hit song. That's right. I think Ringo singing good night. I think that's probably the white Christmas type song. You know, the one that will go wailing on forever and everybody will, or lots of people will record that one. With the song now complete, rough mono mixes were made the next day, including the one we just heard, which was added to a cassette for friend and soon-to-be fellow actor, former goon show icon, Peter Sellers.
Also recorded in the 22nd of July session was a short orchestral introduction to Don't Pass Me By, which was never used. This is introduction to Ringo's Don't Pass Me By. Take four. as well as Ringo tinkling the ivories through a rotating Leslie speaker. Take 4 would later be edited down from around 45 seconds to just 8 and edited onto the front of the track, the version which we are all familiar with today. <laughs> 22 days after it had been last worked on, Take 10 of Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey was taken off the shelf for more overdubs. A new and raucous lead vocal from John, backing vocals and hand claps from John and Paul, and a final burst of Paul's double-tracked bass were added, bringing the song to a close. The frenetic, ever-present handbell featured throughout the track came from the famous cupboard under the stairs in Studio 2, a storage space full of weird and wonderful instruments, which was raided many times by the Beatles when they were looking for something to punctuate a new track. Five mono mixes were then made of take 12. Yes, on the intro. I'm five. Boys.
Mono Remix 5 of Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey. The slight variations in the vocals towards the end of the song would be changed through a brand new mix in October, which would eventually become the released version on the Mono LP. Unhappy with the progress so far on Sexy Sadie, last recorded nearly a week earlier, it was decided that a remake was in order. Takes 25 to 47, 23 attempts in all, were committed to tape on the 24th of July, 1968. You get yours yet? Job? Yeah? Yes? Start again. Okay. Okay, Robert. Take 29. Reach for this one. Would any of them any good? Mind bender. An excerpt of Take 29 of the remake of Sexy Sadie. Despite Take 47 being marked as best, John still wasn't happy with what he was hearing, and the song was again shelved to make way for new tunes. I wrote it at my mother's house in the north of England. Oh, yeah. I just had my guitar, and uh, I think I, I just opened a letter. I just wanted to write a song, and I do this often actually. If I haven't got particularly an idea for a song, then um, I believe in a bit like I Ching, you know, where it's everything is at that moment is relative to that situation. So with, with where my guitar gently weeps, I think was typical of that. I just opened a book that uh, that was around. I just opened it, and the first thing I looked at became the song, and it was something about gently weeps, and then from that. It made the whole thought started going, and I just wrote the song then, just mm-hmm. closed the book again, and I had the idea. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. I look at you all, see the lover that's sleeping. While my guitar gently weeps The problems you sow Are the troubles you're reaping Still my guitar gently weeps I don't know why Nobody told I'm sitting 
original demo of While My Guitar Gently Weeps, recorded at George's house in Isha in May 1968. The same stripped-back philosophy of the demo would be carried into Studio 2 for a late evening session on the 25th of July, as George introduced the first of his five songs to the recording of the new album. With only George and Paul in attendance, Take One, breathtaking in its simplicity and its flawless performance, was as far as the song in its present form would officially go. As suggested by George's comment at the end of take one, he and Paul would listen back to what they had just recorded. Thinking that it may be improved by Paul switching from harmonium to organ, 
at least one more rehearsal take was captured. Maybe you would have to give him his own mic. Still my guitar gently weeps. I don't know why nobody told you how to unfold your love. I I don't know how someone controlled you. They bought and sold you. I look at the world and I notice it's turning while my guitar gently weeps with their. We must surely be learning Still my guitar gently weeps I don't know how you were diverted You were perverted too I don't know how you were inverted No one alerted you I look from the wings at the play You are staging while my guitar gently weeps I'm sitting here Doing nothing but aging Still my guitar Gently Like many of the songs recorded so far, While My Guitar Gently Weeps would need to wait around three weeks for a remake. The 29th of July 1968 saw recording begin on a song which would not make it onto the new album, but was always intended to be the next Beatles single, the first to be released on the band's newly born Apple label. However, the single would not be the first public performance of the next Beatles chart topper. Having visited the north of England in late June 1968, Paul, along with Peter Asher and Beatles offsider Tony Bramwell, decided that they would call into a random country town to break the boredom of the long drive south. The town they chose was Harold, Bedfordshire. Pulling up on a suburban street, they asked a local if a tea room was open, and being Sunday afternoon, nothing was. 
Recognising exactly who was in the car that had just pulled up, the local invited them home to his place for dinner, an offer which was graciously accepted by Paul and his crew. During the evening, a guitar appeared and Paul sang his brand new song for the gathered family. Its title, Hey Jude. The party eventually made its way to the local pub for a lock-in, where even more locals were entertained by Paul playing a range of standards, Beatles favourites and the new song, On the House Piano. Having passed the pub test, the song would be introduced to Abbey Road Studios almost exactly one month later. What's that?
recorded on the 29th of July 1968, Take One of Hey Jude, a song of hope which was born out of despair, as Paul explains. I was driving out to John's house after John and Cynthia had got divorced and I was just going out to say hello to Cynthia and Julian. And I started coming up with these words. In my own mind, it was, I was kind of talking to Julian. Hey, Jules, don't take it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. You know, be all right. So I kind of got the first sort of idea on the way out there with this Hey, Jules, as I thought it was going to be called. It seemed a little bit of a mouthful, so um, I changed it to Jude. And then I liked the song a lot, and I, I played it to John and Yoko when I'd finished it all, uh, or I, I actually had finished, but I thought there was a little more to go because there was just one bit of the words, which was the movement you'll need, the movement you need is on your shoulder. And I'm playing it and I just looked at John and said, I'll fix that, I'll fix that. He said, what? I said, well, you know, the movement you need is on your shoulder. I, I, I've used the word shoulder once. And anyway, it's a stupid expression. It sounds like a parrot, you know, well, I'll change that. He said, you won't, you know. He said, that's the best line in the song, you know. He said, I know what it means. The movement you need is on your shoulder. It's great. It's kind of... So that was the great thing about Johnny, whereas I would have definitely knocked that line out. He'd say, it's great. I'd see it through his eyes and go, oh, OK. So that is the sort of line now when I do that song. That's the line when I think of John, you know. Sometimes get a little emotional during that moment, you know. From the heart of the black country. When I was a robber in Boston Place you gathered round me with your fun embrace Hey Jude, don't make it bad Take a sad song and make it better
And don't you know that it's just you Take two of Hey Jude from the 29th of July. With Ringo on drums, Paul on piano, and John strumming away on acoustic guitar, these early takes also clearly feature George on electric guitar. Famously, this would not always be the case. Well, that's it for this episode. Next time, the Beatles temporarily leave home for a week as the White Album sessions continue. Until next time, 